Welcome to the Transom Podcast, a monthly roundup of the new features on the transom.org website, providing mathematical puzzles, games, learning activities, and the ever-popular mathematics lesson starter of the day. Here's your host, John Tranter. 90. There are 90 degrees in a right angle. My mum's 90 next week. And this is podcast number 90. It's May, the merry month of May. And when I taught in schools in the UK, this would be the month where maybe we would consider doing some outdoor maths. You can find a link to outdoor maths at transom.org newsletter. And of course, only if the weather is good. Here I'm recording in Thailand, where yesterday we had record highs for the year of 42.6 degrees centigrade. So maybe too hot for outdoor maths. But have a look at the list of activities that I've got as suggestions for things you can do outside, and this might be the month to do them. For others, it's exam time. And, um, well, later on in the podcast, I'll talk about some of the help that Transom can give you with exam preparation. Today, if you're listening to it on the day that the podcast is launched or dropped or whatever they call it these days, it's May Day. And there's an interesting May Day starter of the day, looking at the calendar for May. So have a look at that. Or you could wait till Wednesday when your inner nerd can celebrate Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. Okay. In the spirit of this podcast, let's begin with the puzzle of the month. So you have two cubes, and your task is to write numbers on each of their faces to make two unusual dice. Now these dice can be rolled and their scores added together, and it's possible to get any total from 0 to 12. So, how would you number the faces of these cubes? The only stipulation is that the sum of the 12 numbers that you use should be a minimum. So, what's the best way to do that? That's the puzzle of the month. The answer will be next month, but if you can figure out a solution before then, please let me know at transom at gmail.com. That would be great. What's new on the Transom website? What's been going on? Well, there is a new game called Paimon, which rhymes with Simon. And if you remember, or if you're old enough to remember, Simon was the game which became a popular pop culture symbol in the 1970s and 80s. It's where you have to follow a sequence of numbers that is presented to you gradually by the computer. Um, so I've developed the idea, made a sort of a, an online Simon game, but the sequence of numbers is always the same. It's the sequence of digits in Pi. So not only having fun playing this game and trying to improve on your personal best, you're also learning Pi, which of course is not necessary in this day and age, but it is something that helps students make friends with Pi, become more familiar with Pi. It's less of an 
anxiety-inducing mathematical concept, but more of something they're familiar with. So that's called Paimon. The link is in the newsletter, transom.org slash newsletter. And right at the moment, it's also on the top of the games page. The, the activities that have been most recently updated sort of float to the top of the, the list on the games page. So that's how you can get to it. I have updated drastically the missing operations exercise to go with the lesson starter of the same name. The exercise is, of course, interactive with students choosing the appropriate mathematical operation from a drop-down list. There are five levels, ranging from a simple numbers up to ten lower level, leading up to the challenging level five questions, which include fractions. Okay, that's missing operations. Another new activity that I created while I was on holiday, actually. Drawing 3D objects on isometric dotty... Well, it's not paper, it's a grid on screen, obviously, because you're doing this activity on screen rather than on paper. And the beauty of it is that it relieves the teacher of a huge marking burden because the computer can mark the pupil's attempts. Uh, well, at the first five levels, the sixth level is a bit of a challenge where you have to find all the ways that um, four plastic cubes, I use multi-link cubes, can be joined together face-to-face -to, -face to make unique shapes. So that's the challenge for level six, but the other five levels are simpler and the uh, computer can mark whether or not the pupil has got it right. There's also a try level, which is like a sandbox where the pupils can just have a go at drawing three-dimensional shapes without any sort of stipulations so that they're preparing themselves for tackling the levels. I said earlier that I would talk a bit more about what Transom can offer for students revising for exams. Well, I guess the, the Transom website is stronger in the courses that I have been teaching. So um, the IB, I've been teaching the, uh, the standard level courses, the AI and the AA, and I have been also been teaching the IGCSE course, which is very similar, of course, to the GCSE course. So for the IB, I've created many questions that are similar but not exactly the same as those that have appeared on past IB standard level papers. So, of course, there are a limited number of past papers to choose for the current IB courses because they were only created two years ago. So it might be useful for the students to have a go at the transom versions as well so that they are getting more practice and reapplying the strategies that they developed when they did doing the existing past papers, if you see what I mean. So they are also sorted by syllabus statement. So if you can, you can zoom into the syllabus and find a question that's particularly related to one statement. Um, and of course, the links again are in the newsletter, transom.org slash newsletter. So for the GCSE, there are, well, for the, for the higher, there are questions that can be addressed 
individually, but they're also presented in sets of five, which fit nicely onto A5 double-sided paper. So they're nice to, uh, to print out and maybe give one a day or one a week or, well, we haven't got much time left now till the exams, so maybe a bit more frequent than that. But for the IGCSE Foundation, or the core GCSE exams, um, the sets of questions are online, so the students can answer them online and get them instantly marked. Each of the collections contains six questions that can be answered online, and the seventh question is one where they have to use pencil and paper. So the computer can mark the first six, but someone else will need to mark the seventh one, because that's a little more involved. Now, there are also some checklists. Um, so, this sort of lists all the statements involved in the syllabus. The students can, with little drop-down boxes, select whether they're okay with that statement or whether they need more help. And if they choose more help, um, a link is provided to take them to more resources on that particular statement. So that's another way of revising using the checklists. You can find Transom Mathematics at www.transom.org. Finally, the answer to last month's puzzle, which was about a ship travelling at constant speed away from the coast of Transylvania. A drone flies in the same direction as the ship at 10 times its speed, but doesn't leave the coast until the ship is 180 kilometers away. How far does the drone travel until it reaches the ship? So the answer could of course be worked out using the speed distance time formula and a bit of algebra, but it can also be solved thinking about ratios. At the point where they meet, the ship will have traveled a further one ninth of the 180 kilometers and the drone 10 ninths of 180 kilometers, putting them both 200 kilometers from the coast. So the answer is 200 kilometers from the coast. Okay, that's all for now. Enjoy your month of May. Take care, stay safe. See you soon. Bye. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Transom podcast. You can find the website at www.transom.org, where you're welcome to use all of the activities absolutely free, or jump in with both feet and become a Transom subscriber.